Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to The Conversation, a LYF podcast series where we provide our insight, thoughts, and experiences on self-love exploration. My name is Ayla, Growth and Development Coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation. And my name is JR, Technology Coordinator and Board Member for the Love Yourself Foundation. Ayla, what's up? Hello. I'm very excited. I'm feeling good. I've had a great week and I'm excited to talk about it and talk about my personal exploration this week and Mm -hmm. see what's up. Well, I'm definitely the opposite. I'm very tired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week has been kind of crazy, but you know, we'll get into the whole the challenge that we had set for ourselves for this week and kind of talk about what we experienced and if we're going to incorporate it in the future or or or, or not. So, I'm excited. <laughs> Those of you that missed the last episode, something that we're doing this season is doing challenges of self-love exploration and then coming back to the podcast and talking to you guys about our experiences with that challenge and all things self-love. This week, we decided to wake up at 6 a.m. and that was rough. (laughs) Rough isn't even the word to describe it right now. It's waking up at 6 a.m. is definitely a commitment, and it definitely was a struggle. And if I'm being completely honest, probably only did it maybe twice in this week. Me too. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm glad. I did it the first two days, and I'll just get started talking about it. I think that a lot of the premise to why people recommend wake up early to be more productive is that some people feel like they actually do not have enough time in the day. They feel like they are using every moment. They're busy start to finish when they wake up and waking up an hour or two earlier can help them get that time back where they need to be more productive. For me, I feel like I have all the time in the day. I'm just not using it. And so when I'm waking up at 6 a.m. as opposed to 8 or even 10 sometimes, I feel like I'm just adding more hours to the hours I'm not using. And I'm like, well, now I'm sitting here even longer. So my experience was not necessarily that I need more time, but I need to utilize the time I have better. And I think that's why it was hard for me to wake up at 6 a.m. because I didn't feel like I needed to. I just felt like when I did wake up, I needed to do something with that time. Right. Yeah, that's that's a very similar experience for me as well. I think that the first day that I was able to wake up at 6 a.m., I actually was productive. I did some chores around the house. I 
I read a little bit just to see what I could do within that time. But I definitely did not feel comfortable. I did not feel rested. It definitely felt more of a chore than something that. Yeah, exactly. So I, but I feel the same way as you. I feel like I have all the time in the day, but I just don't use that time wisely for what it is I need to do. So me waking up at 6 a.m. doesn't change anything. It, it just adds more not stress, but it, it adds more of a nuisance to my day because now I'm not, not only am I up early, I'm not really using any of that time. And now I'm even tired than I was before. So See, that's a good point. And I wanted to ask you, are you typically someone that works on a lot at night? Yes, me too. Yeah. And I feel like we've talked about this before. And I think that's the problem is that we like to stay up late and do our work then. So if we're waking up early, it's literally just working against us because then we can't stay up as late. So I, I was very interested to see if maybe that was a similarity that we had. Yeah. And I think a friend of mine have put it pretty well, just like, Hey, you like to work at night. You work really late. You shouldn't feel bad to be waking up at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock AM because everybody else is in bed by what? 11 PM. Maybe at the latest, you are getting to bed at like two o'clock in the morning. Of course, you're going to be waking up at 10 o'clock in the morning. This is it, your schedule is different than everybody else's. Yeah. I have to kind of remind myself about that. But, you know, I think there's so many things in society and and things that you see about productivity and the hustle of things of, you know, you got to wake up early so that way you can really tackle the day. But I don't know how I can do that if I'm going to sleep at 2 a.m. If I'm waking up at 6, then I'm only yeah. getting four hours. I don't know if that's actually helping me. Well, it's interesting because there was a time in my life where I did wake up at 6, 6.30. And I was wide awake. I was ready for the day. It felt like the perfect amount of time. And now I'm just not in that position anymore. So the question becomes then, how can I be productive at night mm -hmm. and more so throughout the day and I wanted to kind of explore that with you and see if you've kind of reflected and, or we can reflect now and think about why is it that we aren't currently being productive and what is standing in our way of that yeah I think the reason why I'm just doing it from my perspective I think the reason why I am not using my time to my advantage when I am up and you know in that hour of actually being productive is because maybe I just, I, I, I'm not as focused as I should be. Hmm. I wonder if that is contributed by the lack of sleep because I don't get a lot of sleep as it is. So definitely this challenge was not helping me want to stay even more focused. But I think that what this challenge had made me realize is just how little sleep I actually get. And like you said, not really utilizing that time that you have to do what it is you need to do. And I think that a lot of that is either the lack of sleep, lack of focus, or just pure laziness, if I'm being honest with myself, because Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff, there's a lot of distraction that happens throughout the day that pulls me away from doing what it is that I want to do. So yeah, it's probably going to be going forward for me after this challenge is get more sleep to get more sleep. <laughs> and three minimize the distractions mm -hmm. yeah I feel the same way like I said I have all day besides when I schedule certain things with LAF or when I'm at work and what I do with that time is I watch tv sometimes I clean up if I have energy for that and my room is at that place but I think that because 
um, of my living situation where I live with my mom and I can really only have my room to myself, it kind of puts me in this position to be able to be distracted by having to do my work in my room, having a TV in my room, also having my bed to take naps in my room. Mm -hmm. Like I can't really escape that. And so for me, I predict that when I'm able to move into an apartment, I can better separate those tasks. And I feel like for me, that's the biggest obstacle is just making sure that my brain doesn't connect things together like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that is something that is probably going to be really important actually going forward for you, especially when you do end up moving out and having your own space is that you can decide which room to be in, what room is dedicated to what, and definitely helps kind of separate that congestionness of all of this is on top of each other. Mm-hmm. I have no way of trying to space things out. So yeah, I think that that's probably going to help you a lot. Yeah. And I wanted to mention also that just because both me and you are people that work better at night, that doesn't mean that this can't work for people. And like my mom, I think she wakes up at like 4.30 or 5 every day. And I don't know. (laughs) I could not live that way. But like she, it works perfect for her. And of course, like the um, outcome of that is you do have to sleep earlier. And I think in one of our, it might've been the self-care episode or one of those where we talked about you not prioritizing sleep. That is a big inhibitor to you being able to focus Mm -hmm. I think that the plan for me what I've gotten out of this is I want to be more intentional with the time I have and even if I don't necessarily have to do anything just thinking about what I can do and the things that will benefit me each day because I have all this time right but Mm. did I go to the gym once this week no I did not (laughs) (laughs) And so there's things that I want to do and I obviously have the time to do them, but it's really, like you said, it can be laziness and I just really have to figure out what it is that I can do that can help me get energy and excited about different things that I have going on. I have a question about that too. So throughout this week, when you're trying to do the challenge, obviously we had pretty, I wouldn't say high goals for what we wanted to do throughout the week, but you know, just, we gave ourselves things of like, oh, okay, if I wake up at this time now I can actually do xyz what was your mood like trying to wake up at 6 a.m and then the times when you couldn't how did you feel knowing that we were trying to do this challenge we can't wake up how did you feel that's the reason why I always say and I talked about this I think in the habits episode that doing something because it's deemed better for your success or productivity and then not feeling that way can be really weird and counterintuitive because you're like I can't even wake up at 6 a.m let alone like build a billion dollar business like (laughs) for me I'm just someone that unless I'm going like I said going to bed at eight or nine which I have before and honestly when I did wake up that early that's when I did go to bed I really struggle and I remember waking up on I think it was Wednesday or Thursday and I was like am I really gonna sacrifice feeling well rested and excited to wake up just to wake up earlier to not really do anything big with that time you know and that was the point for me where I was like but I can wake up at seven I can wake up at eight you know and really just taking that time to think about am I losing a lot with that gap there Mm -hmm. and for me the answer was no because I stay up late with that time and I will stay up till 10 11 12 working on things if I need to or want to because it feels comfortable And for me, I find that it feels quiet 
at night. And so it's kind of like a get in the zone, peace of mind kind of thing. So it really just got to that place for me where I was like, this isn't helping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think that's really cool that you were honest with yourself when it came to that and, and making that type of decision of just like, Hey, 6am I'm trying. It, it's not working for me. And I need to make a shift or decide that, Hey, I work late. So let me wake up late because, or quote unquote late, because that's what's going to be more efficient for you. And I think that's important as, as we talk about self-love, it's one of those factors of really looking in towards yourself and understanding mm -hmm. like, Hey, this is what works for me. What everybody else says is what's important. This is supposed to change your life, blah, blah, blah. Some of that stuff doesn't really work out for you and that's okay. You are smart enough to know and honest enough with yourself to understand, Hey, I can make a shift. I can do this for me and everything's going to be fine. And I yeah. think with, uh, when we're talking about mood, I was definitely feeling disappointed in myself because we set out for this challenge. Me and Ayla are doing this together for a whole week. It's just a week. It's not a month or anything like that. So that second day when I couldn't wake up at 6am, I was like, Oh no. <laughs> Oh no. Should yeah. I text Ayla? Should I let her know? Or should I just leave it be? Wait till we do our show? Because I kind of felt like if you were doing it and I wasn't, then that kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. You know? But, but again, then it could speak to the fact that I could and we could talk about why I could and you couldn't. And, you know. So that was also another thing of me just trying to be honest with myself too and, and my problem of comparing myself to other people. And that was a real a situation for me of just like, you are doing this on your own. You're doing this for yourself. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Cause it could have been possible that you were waking up 6am every single day. And then we would get on this call and like, Hey, I did it. And I'd be like, oh, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> but you're just like, Oh, it's okay. So let's talk about it. So it definitely kind of popped in my head about that. And then really just to be honest enough telling myself that, Hey, there's a real problem here. You're not getting a lot of sleep. Mm -hmm. and you're not utilizing your time the best that you can. Even though I say that I work best at night, what is it that I'm really doing at night? So I'm glad that we're having this conversation or actually talking about it because it, it does help me try to understand it a little bit more. I'm looking at my notes here, and I'm just going to read them to you because <laughs> I think that it really exemplifies where I was at. One bullet point is literally just, I like sleeping in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you know that's just the good part of my day I like waking up feeling well rested and the, the next point is do I really need more time in the day because a lot of people are like well what would you do if you had more than 24 hours and it's like wow that's I don't, I'm barely using the 15 that I'm awake <laughs> yeah. so I don't know if I could take more time but I think that a lot of people need to reflect and think if you really are someone that is like I feel like I don't have enough time to get everything I want to do. Think about what you're spending your time doing. And is it really the best use of your time? Because there are people that will be working on projects or helping others or doing whatever it is. And they're not leaving time for themselves. And it's like, is there anywhere in your day you can give yourself 30 minutes, give yourself an hour? Because I feel like a lot of those people are so busy focused on anything else that they're not giving themselves time to like sit back and do what they want or need to do for themselves. Yeah. It's funny that you bring that up because I actually watched a video the other day about it's American who lived in America and in Spain and the difference of mentality when it comes to rest 
eating meals throughout the day, all that stuff where in America, we put so much emphasis on the work. Like we will work as hard as we need to in order to get to our goal that we'll sacrifice eating breakfast or lunch or whatever the case may be, because we're always about getting this thing done. Whereas in Spain, they're so in tune with their meals like we're going to sit down we're going to have breakfast together we're going to have lunch together we're going to take a nap and then we're going to go eat dinner at 10 p.m and just the idea of the prioritization of what is important between yeah. different cultures right and this is one of those things too of just what am i prioritizing in my life that i'm going to sacrifice the extra hours of sleep that i can get or Am I going to wake up at 6 a.m. and is it going to benefit me in any way? So it's just, it's definitely uh, very interesting to see how that actually is. And I think that this particular conversation is interesting because we give a different perspective as to what is already out there. Because a lot of people will tell you like, hey, you got to get up early, 6 a.m., go to gym, do this, do that. And then you're starting your day at eight and you have all this time, blah, blah, blah. And we're on the other side of things where we're like, hey, that doesn't... <laughs> I wanted to change. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we tried it, okay? We I tried it. My final um, bullet point here is I was reflecting on it and I tend to be more productive at night in the winter and I want to wake up early in the summer. And I was just reflecting back on my patterns. And in the summer, when the sun is up at 5 a.m. and it's warm outside, I'm excited to wake up. And I mm. love feeling the sun come through my window. And when it's winter and the sun doesn't even rise until 7, it's kind of brutal. <laughs> and it feels like against our nature to wake up when it's still dark out. And it, I feel like maybe if I look again this summer and kind of think about when I'm waking up and maybe even trying to wake up at six, I think that I'll have a very different outcome than at this time. I would actually agree with you on that. It's winter time for some reason. is just that hibernation is not just for animals. You know what I mean? Definitely. <laughs> I definitely feel that as well. Every time, once daylight savings time starts, I am, I don't know. I, I just, I just want to stay in bed. That's all I want to do. I just want I just want to stay in bed and I don't want to stay in bed as long as possible. It's cold outside. I don't want to go out. There's a lot of factors with that. So I think that that is something to note for when it comes summertime to see if we're actually waking up earlier than what we are now. I feel like just in general in the summer, I feel more productive. Summer is just better. I hate the winter. This is a winter anti-winter podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, folks who love winter. This is not your show. I think that it's just like seasonal depression comes so easily. Right. The cold makes you not want to go outside, not want to work. It's just, it's a bit brutal. And I'd be interested if there's any research or any publications that talk about getting past that, because if there is something out there, I need to try it. And yeah. I'll definitely look and see. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about the seasonal depression thing, which is a, a very real issue. And yeah, I'm, I'm curious if there is more studies on that and why that is. What is it that affects us? Also, just to note, just personally for me, I'm tired of people telling me that 55 degrees, 50 degrees is not cold. All right. It <laughs> is cold to me. All right. When you live in Vegas and you're used to 120, anything lower than 70. I got layers on. All right. Brutal. It's a Vegas thing for sure, but it doesn't make it any less, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Because you are you come from Michigan, right? 
Yeah. And so before I lived here, I was very much used to the colder. And when it did hit 60, we were in shorts and a tank top ready to go to the beach. <laughs> like <laughs> it was a good time. And then I came here my first summer and I felt like I was being scorched in an oven. <laughs> and then after that first summer, I could not go back to the cold. So wow. it, it really conditions you to be accustomed to heat for yeah. sure. Okay, so with that being said, when you are living in Michigan, did you experience the same kind of thing where when it hits winter time, you definitely want to be in hibernation mode, you want to stay in, all that stuff? Or do you feel because you're acclimated to Michigan weather and all that, you knew what you could do? I'll say that I can't speak to this only because I lived there up until I was 12. So, you know, like I had no reason to be depressed. I was literally prospering and had no problems in my life. You know, I was playing outside. I do remember I did like the winter because I liked making snowmen and I liked sledding and doing all those things. But I hated the cold. I always have just hated that suffering, I guess, you know, but I didn't really feel I didn't feel depression, which I'm glad, you know, I was too young. But in 2020, I was in Michigan, starting in May, leading all the way up into October when they started getting snow. And I will say that as we got closer to the weather dropping, I felt my energy, like just in myself and my energy to go to work every day, I felt that deplete as well. And so of course, by then I was already acclimated to Vegas weather. But there is something about how that works that it is just so fascinating and that it impacts so many people as well. Yeah. I I, I remembering when I was used to work at UNLV, that shift in mentality or a shift in mood when uh, wintertime ended up coming around definitely felt more irritable, I guess you could say. Yeah. And definitely trying to get up to go to work was the, the biggest struggle versus in the summertime. In the summertime, it was no big deal, no issues up and Adam, no, no, no problem. But when wintertime rolled around, you had to drag me out of bed. (laughs) You had to drag me out of bed. Uh, I don't know why that is. I don't know what, what changes in you when that happens, but I would be interested to see more as to why. I speculate that it's because one, it's colder. So it's almost a discomfort to get out of bed. Like you're leaving the heat of your bed to have to get up and get ready to go when the sun is not out sometimes Mm -hmm. and go to work when it's dark. And just the like mood and aura around you is just very cold and depressing because it is so dark. Not many people are outside because of that. And so I just feel like it's a big disconnection from seeing people all the time as opposed to summer sun is up at 5 a.m. You wake up, it's warm. You don't have to worry about getting out of bed. You want a smoothie when you wake up. Like hey, you just feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and you talking. spend time outside. Like it, I'm excited just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> we are reinvigorated <laughs> because that weather is coming soon, hopefully. I mean, and we're one to talk because I, and if you're listening from any other state, Right now, it's a lot colder than it is here. I think we're in the 60s right now, and we're still talking like this. Yeah. And so, <laughs> like, I do acknowledge that there are states right now. Um, like, my boyfriend, and he's in Iowa right now, and it's 25 there. Oh. So, I mean, it could be worse. I acknowledge that. Yeah. But in an overall scheme of things, I think that anyone can agree that summer just feels better for you in right. any way. I mean, there has to be something to be said for people who live in the United States when it comes to wintertime that people travel to places that are warmer. Definitely. There you go. There you go. 
And so with the completion of, or I guess the failure to complete yeah. <laughs> challenge this week, do you have any ideas of what you want to uh, try next? You know, something that I've been trying to incorporate more into my daily routine actually is journaling. I'm so glad you said that because I was like, if he doesn't say that, I'm going to suggest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Journaling has definitely been a therapeutic exercise for me. I don't do enough. I, I would hope that I could do it every day, if, even if it's less than five minutes just to write something down I actually had the pen in my hand and I do, do have to ask are you journaling just a stream of thought and just writing down all your thoughts and whatever it is that comes to mind and what you want to write about or are you writing like from a prompt I am writing from a stream of thoughts okay good because I want to make sure that we're doing the same thing I know a lot of people will journal and we'll look at a daily prompt to write about that day but I am, I think I talked about doing the morning pages before in that form of journaling and just to go over for you as a listener, the morning pages basically are as soon as you wake up to write a stream of thought that is three pages long, no matter what, it has to be three pages and whatever comes to mind, write it down. Even if it's just, I have no thoughts, I am tired, I don't want to write anymore. Like you just keep writing that until you fulfill the three pages. Yeah. And when I did that, because I did it in two non-consecutive periods of my life. And I found that I was more aware of what I wanted to get done that day. I was more aware of my personal like emotions and thoughts just in general with what was going on in my life. And it helped set up my day in such a way that allowed me to kind of be productive in the sense that I know exactly what I was writing and what I wanted to get done. And I also can kind of get a, a reset in a way that I like let go of the weight that I was feeling with those emotions and I can start this day new. So not saying that you have to try morning pages, you can do it at night or in the morning, but I think this will be a good one to see kind of moving forward, how journaling for us does give us that time to reflect each day, to give us the time to say, okay, tomorrow, this is what I need to get done and all of that. Yeah. I'm excited for this. And I think that this is probably a good progression into the new challenge from an old challenge because we kind of came up with the ideas of what it is that we need to do for ourselves to be more productive throughout the day. Now we're going to be introducing journaling every day to hopefully do that, you know, provide that that structure that you need or at least be honest with yourself and telling yourself like, hey, I need to do this tomorrow. I need to make sure I finish this, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe at the end of this challenge will be something that is a little bit more productive for us. Definitely. And for those of you listening, we do want to hear how the challenge this week worked for you. If you did it alongside us, be sure to either tag us on Instagram or leave a comment on our posts to just let us know, is 6 a.m. working for you? And if not, welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely so moving into the final part of our episode with our quotes of the week do you want to start with your quote jr or do you want me to start how about you start okay so my quote this week is believe that life is worth living and your belief will help create the fact by william james and i think that as we talked about with seasonal depression and just feeling lazy or unproductive this quote kind of helps remind me that as long as i have that positive outlook like that will come to fruition and it'll be my experience and i think that that's just a good reminder to have yeah i i i like that 
a lot, actually, and it really does kind of encompass everything that we've been kind of talking about today, too. Yeah, it's just, it's wild to think about waking up at 6 a.m. could be such a impactful thing to you, whether or not it actually works, but there mm -hmm. is that intent of trying to add something to your life that is going to help you, but also on the on the other side of things, just you know, being honest with yourself and knowing that, hey, it's okay that this doesn't work. There will be something else that works. So, yeah. yeah. And what quote did you find? All right. So my quote is from Homer from the Odyssey. And the quote is, there is a time for many words and there is also a time for sleep. Wow. That's a great one for today. Yeah. You know. You need to put that up on your wall. I know. <laughs> You put that in the back of my eyelids. That's what I need. I like this one just because it just reminds you of there are so many things that happen throughout the day. There are things that we need to do that we need to focus on all that stuff. But at the same time, you need to remind yourself you got to go to sleep too. whether mm -hmm. that's sleeping for six to eight hours a day or if that's taking naps throughout the day, which I will say been really getting into these nap things. And it's been it's actually been really good. So just remind yourself that it's never there's never too much going on in your day to not get some sleep. Yeah. I mean, Elon Musk may disagree because apparently he doesn't sleep much, but. Well, he um, is definitely a different type of human being. So, <laughs> you know, kudos yeah, to him. I, I think sleep is really at the forefront for allowing yourself to have energy and time to rest just really helps you reset each day. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of the episode. And as you know, you can use everything we talked about today on your self-love exploration journey. And just thinking about how you can be more productive in the day helps move forward with what this means for your self-care. So take the time to really reflect on, do you need more time in the day or do you just really need to reflect on what you're using your time for? And yes, that's my prompt to use the episode. And with that, we want to hear from you. Leave us a comment again on Instagram or Twitter at the LY Foundation or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY Foundation. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and what all of this means to you. Also, please leave us a review of the LY podcast. That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home.